Welcome to the Review Crew. With Fran and Emma. What's up, reviewers? It's your co-host, Fran, toddler mom, baker, millennial, co-host of this podcast, The Review Crew. And it's Emma, the other co-host, aspiring minimalist, Brooklynite, lover of Christmas, on a fertility journey. Welcome to the podcast. Woo! And guess what, everyone? I will plan to not slurp my coffee loudly into the microphone this time like I did in last week's podcast. Unfortunately, a little peek behind the screen, um, the way that Anchor records is one audio stream. So if one of us makes a weird noise while the other one is talking, there is no way to cut it out. (laughs) So enjoy, enjoy that. I didn't notice it, and I'm sure our our viewers didn't notice it. So don't worry, Franny. That's fine. I mean, I'm not worried. I am just, I want to acknowledge the elephant in the room for people who are like, what is this elephant sound? Because just like... Right into the <laughs> microphone. <laughs> oh, okay. Yep. <clears throat> um. So, how are you this morning? I'm feeling good. We were just watching new SNL. Finally, SNL is back after a two week hiatus. I hate when they do that. So annoying. <laughs> <laughs> I like have never. I have. I have never watched a whole episode of SNL. Well, it's on Hulu, everybody, and um, it's a nice Sunday morning ritual. If you get into it with your coffee, watch SNL. Sunday morning live. You guys are on the (laughs) SML grind. (laughs) That's cute, actually. I do love that. Starting your day with a little comedy. Exactly. What better way to start your day? That sounds lovely. Um, How are you? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm good. I, like, slept pretty well last night. Um and yeah feeling pretty good i mean i went to a memorial service yesterday Mm -hmm. which was like obviously sad because we missed the person who has passed and like but those things are just like we haven't been like there was a memorial service we missed when i because i like was hella pregnant and went into labor base i think no i think sylvia was like a couple days old when the memorial service was scheduled so we couldn't go and i'm just like with the pandemic of like how separate everybody was so it was actually Mm -hmm. like a really nice thing to gather with like people that some of a lot of them i didn't know but it was a small group of people but some of them just i hadn't seen in a long time and it's just like it's a nice a nice thing to do like feeling in community so i'm actually like that was sad but i'm feeling pretty good today nice yeah i know what you mean yeah yeah it was nice 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 and also it was in like kenwood which is just like ridiculously beautiful ridiculously beautiful it was like a beautiful foggy day and you're just like going into like oak forest basically and everything was just like lush and green and foggy i was like this is incredible damn Mm -hmm. that's Mm -hmm. that's not nice yeah Hmm. well (laughs) <laughs> I'm, sorry. I'm like wait fuck you know what's hard is what to say to someone when someone's passed away but i'm sorry for your loss oh thank you yeah it was it was a while ago that she passed like i think it was like seven months ago they were saying that she passed away so the process a lot of the processing has happened prior yeah. to the memorial service um yeah. i appreciate that but do you um, find that like when someone you know like loses someone and it's like really hard to know what to say oh yeah oh yeah, yeah. It, i mean i think in general like yeah it's just very difficult I actually had I mean I don't want to like just have this podcast be like bummer time right yeah sorry 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 no it's fine it's fine um but like it's one thing when it's like a like I think it's a little easier for me when it's someone that I'm closer to because I might know a little bit more what to say or might Mm -hmm. have an idea of what I can do for them but I've had like I had a coworker whose um parent died really suddenly actually like right after I got hired at my new job Mm. Um, which was obviously super sad. She missed like a week and a half of work. Um, and like in her stipul, I almost, I actually appreciated this. And like my boss is checking in with her and like her asking, like basically asked them as she was coming back, she's like, I can come back on this day. I feel comfortable working, but I don't want anyone to talk to me about this. I don't want anyone to say a single thing to me about it. Like I need to go to work as a distraction. Um, but I did just like, Oh God, I wanted to just like tell her I was sorry. And like, felt bad for her the whole time but I'm also like that would be so inappropriate because she just wants to be like distracted and it was nice to have like definitive instructions of what to yeah, do yeah that is nice yeah so I like barely knew her also I don't know 
yeah. a hard thing. But I would say definitive boundaries in regards to communication in such situations, 10 out of 10. Love clear boundaries and rules for how to interact with others. As do I. And now changing the tone completely mm-hmm. to now comedy. Please. <laughs> no, I don't have to be ready. I just, I just wanted to announce that. <laughs> oh, you know what? Okay. I have something else work related that is just really fucking dumb that actually okay. I told you a little bit about earlier this week. Okay. So I listened to, um, I listened to another podcast where sometimes they talk about really cool health trends, mm-hmm. um, and different healthy things they were talking about. And so one of the things, and I'm wondering if I miss, I misheard this. I really wanted to go back and listen, but I did not. But one of them was saying, that if you drink a little apple cider vinegar before you eat, it keeps your glucose levels from spiking. And False. so I, in my, <laughs> it's, you know, I mean, I, the jury's still out on that one for my personal experience because no one's, I was not giving any blood for this, but probably false. But anyways, I, at my job, I have discussed this before, frequently have to taste a bunch of desserts in the morning to see if they're still tasting good, especially because front of house is never wrapping up my stuff very well like sometimes things get left unwrapped in the walk-in so I need to see if they got too dry or taste bad it was also really slow this week so things were sitting in the case a little longer um so I need to make sure that they were still good um and yeah but and it's just like really annoying to start my day eating a bunch of sugar when I don't necessarily want to because it makes me feel gross um can't relate so I was like (laughs) well especially when it's like half of the stuff tastes like a fucking fridge and i have to throw it out like Mm. that's what i'm tasting for like i'm tasting the things that i'm not sure if they're good the one thing if i just enjoyed like one delicious piece of cheesecake in the morning but this is like let me eat a bite of these three pieces of cheesecake until i find like where the where it was where i started filling the plate it's just like disgusting anyway um so i knew i was gonna have to taste a bunch of stuff on friday so i was like i'm gonna try this because I always feel gross and I wonder and like sometimes it does like I feel weird after I've had all the sugar a lot of the time it's just like a stomach thing of like I don't want to be eating a bunch of weird bites of dessert in the morning but I'm like I'm gonna try it we have apple cider vinegar here this is a restaurant I'm just gonna like drink a little bit of it and I'm gonna like see how this goes um I would say some background information to that of me being willing to try this thing that I absolutely did not fact check at all um is it basically (laughs) one time steven and i like just tried a sip of like apple cider vinegar um it was like a i don't know some like good brand we had i was trying to decide if i wanted to put it in some soup or if i just wanted to do like lemon juice something and i tried it and i was like this just straight up tastes like drinking fucking sour beer honestly like this tastes like fucking consecration from russian river and it like blew our minds it was so funny to us how much it tasted like some of the sour beers that we like pay so much money for and how much it just tastes like fucking vinegar when we have it out of context. So I was imagining that in my mind also of just like, oh, I remember it was like good. So I just pour myself a little bit and take it kind of like a shot. And let me tell you, it just burns your throat to drink vinegar. And I know that that probably is like really obvious to everyone else but it just like immediately was painful and so then I'm like chugging water chugging water at my work and then obviously immediately have acid reflux and I feel like shit for <laughs> hours and then I still have to like eat all my gross desserts to like see which ones are old <laughs> afterwards um dude I have so, so that was a that was a zero out of ten <laughs> Okay, first of all, I want to tell you my personal journey with apple cider vinegar, and then I also want to give you some of the facts, girly. Okay, so first, my personal journey is I historically have loved apple cider vinegar. If you take a hard-boiled egg, Mm -hmm. okay, you pour pour apple cider vinegar on it, Mm -hmm. maybe some salt and pepper, Mm -hmm. that's a really good snack. And I typically, we would do this after Easter, you know, with all the hard-boiled eggs. You dip it in the apple cider vinegar, so good. And I do remember, like, slurping up the apple cider vinegar like on its own Mm -hmm. with a little bit of egg yolk you know remnants in it Mm. tastes good but I agree I wouldn't I wouldn't ever drink it straight but I will say in terms of science Mm -hmm. there is an episode of maintenance phase another podcast that's great um that is all about Bragg's apple cider vinegar I half listened to it for like probably (laughs) only three quarters of it so I Mm -hmm. just got the gist but the gist is that um there's health benefits it's just vinegar and brag (laughs) is um like a crazy like conspiracy theorist like Mm -hmm. really bad guy that we shouldn't support 
Mm. Um, and also it's just like a crash diet thing that has no like fresh factual like basis mm. so <laughs> definitely <laughs> well, not gonna do anything for your gluten or whatever glucose well, I mean that makes sense and honestly even if it did sign up for my glucose it wasn't worth it because my throat hurt all day my throat hurt all yeah, day I just burned oh, inside so sad. oh my god it was so funny have you ever well, had it on the egg um I don't think I've had it on egg I've put it I've definitely like used it in like salad dressing I've used it in like soup and stuff before but I don't do a lot of hard-boiled eggs I should there was like a <laughs> there's actually a period of time when I worked at Whole Foods where I brought two hard-boiled eggs to work every single day that's my lunch I did this too as a breakfast dude I love that I love that I always use sriracha on it though I was doing sriracha oh. and hard-boiled eggs and people were always just like why the fuck are you just eating eggs every day hard-boiled eggs I thought it was <laughs> very bizarre but it was delicious and filling. Yeah, I love eggs. Mm-hmm. Should make I them. know. It is like a, I mean, it's nice because you can just like make a bunch at once earlier in the week and then have them for a few days. Um, but I'm like, because also like the smell of hard boiled eggs is not my fave. Yeah, it's bad. It's a bad smell for sure. Not for others, favorite. especially around yeah. you. Yeah. And so I think, I feel like especially at that time, Steven was always getting pissed off at me for cooking hard boiled eggs because he doesn't really enjoy eating them either um so for him there was like no real benefit i think that's why i stopped sad yeah and then i started packing like real food which was also good <laughs> that's good More mm-hmm. lunch. oh mm-hmm. little sylvia how's sylvia doing um sylvia is good romping around being crazy um she hit steven in the face this morning when we woke up and so then he was like pretending to like be sad and cry and then she just looked upset and I was like you got to give him a kiss and say sorry and she like kind of leaned over to him and then just climbed on top of him and like bounced up and down over and over again and <laughs> laughed and I'm like you're just increasing your violence she's done that to my head before she does that all the time she's like what if I climb on you and then just bounce around to like try and make you throw up on your stomach or crush your head that's pretty funny um I saw a great TikTok. So a lot of my personality is just like retelling people TikToks. Mm-hmm. Well, mine is retelling like, people podcasts. So perfect. Yeah. <laughs> also, also <laughs> that for me. But it's like a TikTok where, yeah, the kid like hits the mom or whatever. So the mom starts like crying dramatically, mm-hmm. like fakely to try to like, you know, teach mm-hmm. them or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And the baby just kind of or toddler just kind of stares at them. Mm-hmm. And then after they're done, like fake crying, the toddler just starts applauding. <laughs> and the mom just like gives a bow and is like thank you <laughs> like I don't know like just acknowledging that it was like a performance yep uh, yeah. yeah dude toddlers are uh sociopaths and there's nothing you can do about it <laughs> like literally I've, like when you because like it's, it's the hard thing about like the hard thing about this age is that they start doing violence to you but mm-hmm. literally can't understand empathy apparently brain development wise like they don't start to develop empathy until age three Oh, so wow. it's like you have up until age three where they just like don't care about your feelings. Like they don't under they can't feel your pain really. Yeah. And like I in some ways I I I wonder how they measure this stuff. Yeah. And also, but like because <laughs> like, they definitely like she understands when we're upset and like you can see her reacting to our feelings, but it might just not be like a logical thing because also like their ability to understand cause and effect is not really um developed at this age. Mm-hmm. And, like, she seemed, you know, she's picking it up a little bit, but it's, like, there's no, like, if you hit me again, I'm going to stop doing this. Like, I don't know. It's it's hard. It's just, like, yeah, just it's, it's a it's a challenging thing, and it's good that they're so small because they can really do some damage, but it's not that bad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember mm-hmm. from my little brother. Oh, yeah. The biting. <laughs> Dude, she did bite the shit out of my arm yesterday. Um. Because she definitely bites. She generally doesn't bite us very hard if she does bite us. Because, like, I feel like her biting, it's generally not even when she's mad. She just, like, gets in the mood to bite. Um, And I think she thought she just was biting my sweater that I was wearing. But mm. did actually just have skin in her mouth, like, also. And, like, almost broke the skin. <laughs> like, I have yeah. this fat bruise where she was biting at her Ooh. so bad. And I'm just like, I want to scream at you. But again, you don't really understand empathy and you don't really understand cause and effect. So, like, I'm telling you no. And I yelled out. And now you seem disturbed. And as you should. So, I guess we'll just re... We're going to regroup. Move on. Yeah. That's tough to know know what to do. Yeah. Um, Have you done anything exciting this week that you want to reveal? 
Well, yes. First of all, I went to um, adult beginners, parentheses, hot bitch dance class yesterday oh, again. Yeah. Had oh, another yeah. fabulous, fabulous time. Learned some great choreo to uh, Rihanna's Where Have You Been song. <laughs> great song. Excellent. Excellent. Um, so that was super fun. And then last night, Adrian and I watched another classic film. Guess oh. what we watched? Wait, where's, where's your intro? Oh, shit. Wait. Was there we're getting that we did an intro because we were doing I was doing oh yeah so I'll start okay ready classic movies classic films is that it yeah perfect perfect I'm glad we took the time to do that me too we need to like my dream is to like record each of our little songs and then have them consistently to like add as a song anyway. Instead you know what I'm saying? Not record like in a trying. studio, but like record like on our pot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have it as yeah, a sound. Okay. <laughs> anyway, we watched Dog Day Afternoon. Guys, this was a delight. We were looking for a heist movie, a bank robbery movie, mm-hmm. and we got just that. Let me tell you, the best part of Dog Day Afternoon is the fact that it was filmed. I'm not exaggerating. Literally, like on our block essentially not oh, on cool. not on the actual like block that we live on but the cross street prospect mm-hmm. park west um was filmed on that street down in a like just a street that we walk down all the time when we walk to um the cemetery we constantly walk past this filming location so it was just like so cool and it's a true story about a brooklyn bank robbery and let me tell you i have two words mm-hmm. al pacino the guy is a master (laughs) he's a master of the craft he really really can act Mm -hmm. wow that's awesome yeah when when did this movie come out Um, oh wait i'll go yeah you go (laughs) (laughs) i think it was like 1976 or something it was in the 70s nice nice um i don't i i don't think I can call myself an Al Pacino fan because it's not like I've tried to follow his movies, but it's not like when I've seen him in something I've ever thought that he's anything but good. Yeah, I mean, I haven't seen that many of his films either. I'm thinking like, I'm like Dog Day Afternoon, Godfather, Godfather Part Two. Yeah, but he's basically. amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's All awesome. Um, was it, what was it very exciting? Was it very serious? Was it very dramatic? Tell me a little more about the vibe of this movie. Okay, so... Um, it was very uniquely done, okay, because mm-hmm. what I loved about it is there was pretty much no setup. Like, the first shot of the movie is, like, the bank robbery is beginning, mm-hmm. and then the rest of the movie takes place, like, inside the bank. Mm-hmm. So, it's very much about, like, the characters and kind of a different version of a heist movie. Mm, There's not, not a lot of, like, planning. Yeah, exactly. You're just really getting this, like, super enigmatic guy the al pacino character and kind of learning more about his like interesting backstory and Mm -hmm. seeing his interactions with like the crowd and the police and stuff Mm. um and i'm loving it it's very new yorky everybody is such a new york character and i love that Mm -hmm. and it's great i will say i've personally found the first like half an hour the first 45 minutes probably i like loved and was like oh my god this is like the best movie ever mm-hmm. and then the second half i more so just was like this is good um <laughs> but yeah mm-hmm. so how would how would you rate it how does that translate to a number a numerical rating eight out of ten guys eight, eight out of ten. ten that sounds pretty solid sounds pretty movie. solid i do enjoy a heist movie i haven't watched very many of them but it's very enjoyable yeah, I love when it's a true thing and then you can go on the Wikipedia page and read the facts. Mm, I feel like that's a thing I would always say that I would do and then I just rely on Steven to do that and tell me anything interesting because uh-huh. I'm lazy. Cute. Yeah, I just expect him to sort of do research for me at all times. <laughs> Have you done anything interesting? uh not really not really to be honest but i do have some meet a media a media related review to do let's hear it but this comes in what time is it what time is it it's time for the motherhood man it um okay so i think i've talked about how um 
Miss Jackson by Outkast made yeah. me cry when I was pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> but I have a I have encountered a song that I remembered made me cry when I was pregnant because it also made me almost cry while we were listening to it just now. Um, which is the song Born Free by MIA. Have you heard this song? Well, do a little rendition for us. Um, well, I don't know any of the words, but it's just like hello, hello, hello. <laughs> 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 and then she goes, I was born free. Um, so we love that. It's great. It's like a very like punky song, I feel like. Got a really good drive in it. I love it. It's a really good song. Mm-hmm. I heard it first for the first time actually on the KDVS college radio station from the UC Davis like local college radio, which is a great radio station, by the way. Uh, I would say... Eight out of ten, because there are some really weird shows usually on there, given that it's just sort of like random community members and students doing it, but also a great way to learn about new music. Um, and when I first heard the song, I was just like, this is amazing, exactly what I want to listen to. Um, ten out of ten song. And then I listened to it at some point after Sylvia was born. I don't actually, I think it was not maybe a pregnancy song. I think it was like a postpartum song. But I listened to it. And the only thing my brain can do while the song is playing is just think about how, like, all babies are born free and then like, are chained by society in different ways because our society does not let them stay free. And it just makes me think about babies and how all babies are born free. And then I just start uncontrollably weeping when I listen to this song. Um, so I would so say sweet. it's I'm like the song is definitely a 10 out of 10 crying at random songs and like random movies basically anything that makes me think about babies too hard or motherhood of just like like I'm like when is this gonna end because my memory of my mom is also her crying all the time at like random media like commercials and things like that or um, like- let me just say my mom not that way so there you go <laughs> not all moms <laughs> not all moms not all moms all right not all moms yeah moms moms get at us on the pod i want to know what things are making you cry is this not a thing you're experiencing or is it a thing that you experience and how old is your child and if it was a thing that you used to experience when your kids were little did it stop at some point like my mom used to cry at every episode of boy meets world when i would watch it when i was a kid <laughs> um and i'm like really getting the sense that that's going to be me for a long time because I didn't think that Born Free which is very much not a sad song would be making me cry now so I would say it's like a I honestly it's like 7 out of 10 because I immediately start laughing at myself because it's really funny to just like need to be weepy at like extremely like being extremely sentimental and weepy for literally no reason at different things Um, it's pretty funny I like telling people about it interesting i like to hear you tell me about it but i do have like just a rising real bitterness in my chest that i'm fighting against (laughs) because i'm sort of as a defense mechanism dealing Mm -hmm. with infertility i'm kind Mm -hmm. of noticing a building resentment towards Mm. like this worship of motherhood and how amazing it is and how special and how precious Mm. yeah i'm just like why don't you all go fuck yourselves Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. um actually i hate you all yeah (laughs) just kidding not you fran not you (laughs) you're great and you're like and actually this podcast's over bye (laughs) no i think that that's a really reasonable feeling and i do think that sort of like the deification of motherhood and making it like like just like the virgin mary of it all is like really destructive and like I don't know it's not it yeah a lot of it is just like really gross and like because I feel like a lot of these experiences are just funny and like it's nice to connect with people but it is just like one part of the realm of human experience um and like yeah I mean it's important it's important I mean it is important but also like lots of things that people without children and also dads, <laughs> dads who like just, I don't know what they do, um, but <laughs> like they do very important things that are very impactful for people um, in the same way that like moms do. Like it's being, being a mom is just like, I don't know. I don't know. Obviously I have mixed feelings about it. Uh, yeah. Basically mother- this, um, uh-huh. this person I know who went through IVF, like she kind of warned me that this would happen. She was talking about how when she. She's like, did it like 20 years ago. But she mm-hmm. was saying when she went through IVF she was, or when she was dealing with fertility, she would like 
see people, pregnant people on the train and kind of have this moment of like, I'm not giving up my seat for you. (laughs) 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 And then, like she said, once she actually got pregnant, she like kind of did a 180 on that. Oh, yeah. um, Oh, yeah. Yeah. I I kind of feel that now. I think that's fine. It's good to acknowledge where you're at. And I think that it's it's okay to like be bitter and resentful and annoyed and like being aware that that's what it is. Like, I think that's fine. Like, I definitely... um, felt that way so before I was pregnant with Sylvia I miscarried at like five weeks Mm -hmm. um and at that point in time anytime I saw someone with a baby anytime I saw a pregnant person I was just like fuck it must be nice must be must be nice to have that happen um didn't didn't really feel a lot of love for pregnant people at that time and then I got pregnant again and then I was like I need to be honored and I'm a goddess and <laughs> everyone get the fuck out of my way. And every exactly, pregnant exactly. other pregnant person is also a goddess that I need to bend over backwards for. Exactly. Exactly. You know, it's so just, that's just, where I'm at. It's just part of the journey. Just part of the journey. It is part of the journey. Do you want to take us to the TTCC? <laughs> I was gonna, but I'm like, how do I make this funny? Again, my, my constant conundrum. But um, <laughs> I think just, just embrace when it's not funny. Like, that's fine. Yes, I would like to review um, SIS, guys. This is a procedure, saline infusion sonogram. Mm-hmm. Okay, you have to have it done before starting IVF because they fill your uterus with saline and they want to see, they can see you now. The shape of it and like if there's any polyps or something that needs to be removed from the uterus mm-hmm. okay and franny already knows this mm-hmm. but i mm-hmm. went in for the appointment on wednesday and they go they put a catheter you know they're trying to put this catheter into my cervix okay so that they can fill my uterus with saline mm-hmm. so fun so fun for such everyone. a fun thing you know you have to take off work to get this done okay so she's like the doctor is like putting the catheter in it hurts and then she's like all right let's like let that saline like flow like nurse like hit the switch or whatever and I just feel saline just pouring out of my vagina onto the floor Mm -hmm. um because it's the catheter was not fully into my uterus so things were just flowing out Mm -hmm. and um let me just say there were many attempts made to get into my cervix there was dilation using metal rods trying to dilate my cervix trying mm-hmm. to get in there um that liter- that's i yeah like everything you're describing is hell like it makes me viscerally uncomfortable to hear about it was extremely uncomfortable <laughs> also we were in a tiny the best part was i really wanted adrian to be there okay because he's my comfort person right mm-hmm but we happened to be in like the absolute tiniest room ever. So there was no chair for Adrian and he was basically positioned like at my feet. So just kind of observing the whole, <laughs> the whole shebang. Oh God. Which There's... made it, I mean, yeah. he was, he was not looking, he was being polite, but yeah. it was kind of <laughs> extra uncomfortable. Staring into the void. <laughs> exactly. With like the nurse and the doctor. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, so long story short, guys. Attempt after attempt was made until finally the doctor was just like, well, I can't get into your cervix. So this is canceled. (laughs) And I was just like, what an interesting resolution for this appointment. What a Um, fun, what a, what a fun thing this doctor's done with their medical degree. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, wow, that was just not the outcome that I was anticipating (laughs) right like like it's such a it's such a weird like you you were anticipating of like okay I'm either going to be given the reassurance that I don't have any polyps and can proceed Mm -hmm. with IVF and everything's fine or worst case scenario I'm gonna be it's we're gonna find something and we'll have to proceed from there and you're like bracing for that and Mm -hmm. instead you just like have like it's like the blue balls of medical knowledge (laughs) of just like you're just like what what am I supposed to do now what am I supposed to do now exactly if anyone's curious they're gonna do it when i'm like under general anesthesia for the egg retrieval um but yeah it was still very surprising Mm -hmm. confusing the whole shebang and there was it was also very messy as you can imagine lots of saline just (laughs) on the floor on the doctor's (laughs) shoes (laughs) jesus christ that yeah uh, i can't even imagine so how would you rate that experience i'm (laughs) like That experience, I'm going to give a one out of 10. There really was nothing good about it except that 
my doctor was there so that afterwards I could ask her all the like questions I had written down. Mm-hmm. That's good. Um, but that's pretty much the only good thing about it. Yeah. I mean, and it is, it did like from when you were talking to me about it earlier, like it does sound good that your doctor was like, well, this is obviously is torture for you. And I see yeah. you as a whole human and you, it's a, unlikely that you have a problem, which is why we'll do it under anesthesia later instead of me like forcing this to happen. Like it's exactly. Kind of, like, her her reasoning makes sense not just like yeah even though it's like what the fuck yeah i know i'm I'm glad that she wasn't just like i'm making this happen whether you like it or not <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the, the real but a real wtf situation it's a wtf out of 10 sounds like yeah i know yeah. and i asked a million times i'm like why does everyone in the everyone has issues with my cervix guys nobody can get into my cervix and i'm like maybe this is why we're having such trouble but they reassure me no 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 it's fine it's not a big deal but i'm just like well it's strange (laughs) not a big deal for you but it sucks for me it's just very strange (sighs) at such a sharp angle yeah yeah dude that is not pleasant not pleasant at all but anyway let's let's lighten the let's lighten the mood all right you want to fully want to fully change gears yeah all right let's go into food which is our safe place yeah (laughs) (laughs) um so for i mean the background of this is i was making this thing for a memorial service so that's a little bit of sad but still sad a little bit of just a little bit of hint of sadness in the background which honestly just boosts the flavor it's like a little bit of bitterness in your sweetness just to Mm. to make it taste good um i made a chocolate cream pie for the memorial service that you may have seen on the instagram reviewers i posted it's a jiggly pudding filling um so i have a couple food related reviews related to this because chocolate cream pie obviously 10 out of 10 i think we talked about that when we're talking about pies for thanksgiving Mm -hmm. so good um but I wanted to talk about the pie crust and I wanted to talk about the pastry cream a little bit. So I want to review whole wheat pastry flour. And boo. I know what you're thinking. You're thinking <laughs> boo. Okay. No. Okay. Whole wheat pastry flour is fucking great. I would call it. It's like it's a 10 out of 10 for me because it is like when you think whole wheat flour, you're like coarse, bran. It's everywhere toughness denseness i'm eating cardboard Mm -hmm. i no longer think this way because i've become a real real whole wheat head Mm -hmm. um but the whole wheat pastry flour also for those of you that are into baking like cookies and pie crust and scones whole wheat pastry flour is soft and luxurious and delicious and light it's so good it's like it's a it's made from a soft wheat instead of a hard wheat usually soft spring wheat instead of um hard winter i think that's what it is the difference um and so there's like less gluten development so you're getting less toughness um it's very it's usually ground very fine um so you can usually just swap it one for one for a portion of your white flour if you're going depending on your recipe um and like what kind of thing you're making you want to be careful about how much you're swapping when i'm doing pie crust with it i'll do like 50 50 like whole wheat to white wheat um to white flour um and it's just like adds a little more flavor um like you can get like like something i really like about whole wheat is you get like honey notes you're in that like graham cracker flavor which i really like and sometimes it can actually be less it can be a little like crumblier um so almost a little more tender um so i would say whole wheat page flour yeah nine ten out of ten because i think it's really good but also you still can go overboard with it and then you're just like eating sawdust Mm. um but it's really good and really good in pie crust at like a 50 50 ratio with your regular flour that's like a 10 out of 10 for me so i made my pie crust for this memorial service and everybody said it was good and nobody was like delicious cardboard they were like no this is a delicious well like textured pie crust unknowing that there was whole wheat in it interesting i don't know though dude i'm nervous i'm getting the vibe of like people who try to sneak in like carrots ground up into their cookies and stuff you know what i'm saying like (laughs) trying to sneak in the vegetables (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. no i get what you mean so i'm very like okay sometimes again i'm not gonna say i don't sometimes get in the frame of mind where i'm like i'm gonna sneakily make this healthy which is bullshit because i'm like ultimately you're just putting putting whole grains into a cookie does not make it uh not a cookie you know yeah. it's not like it's not suddenly a health food because you're eating a fucking oatmeal cookie 
Um, but and in my, I would say in my best culinary frame of mind, whole wheat flours do just like add interesting flavors. And especially if you like really like, I could fucking get into the ancient grain stuff with you guys. I'm oh, like yeah, very into that, that stuff. <laughs> um, and each of you are like really looking at like different flowers or like buying from a mill that cares about its flower and not just like buying your like garbage off the grocery shelf. You can get some really interesting flavor out of your whole wheat flour. And I think it's worth delving into just for interesting flavor profiles. Um, like making chocolate chip cookies with some rye flour in it is actually just like makes them, it's like a slightly different texture because rye can be kind of, I mean, I, Gummy doesn't sound good. I feel like in the chocolate chip cookie, it translates to like gooiness, but it really holds moisture and you get almost like toffee notes in it. It's like really good. Um, hmm. okay. If you're in the Bay Area, try ordering from Central Milling Flour sometime. If you feel like spending on some flour, you can go to their Petaluma store, um, find a local mill and like check out their flowers if you can. Um, cause it's just like, is really fun if you're into baking. It's like a whole new world of baking. Cause like, I only got into whole wheat flours in the past, like few years, basically maybe the past five years after having like a long time of being into baking only with white flour and being like wheat flour equals cardboard. And it really like opened me up to like a whole new world. It's very cool. 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 You're like, cool. Won't do it. <laughs> I won't be doing that. Um, and then my other part of chocolate cream pie review is, um, for some reason I've had this trouble. So I make like pastry cream all the fucking time. I make pastry cream constantly. Every time I make it at home, it's not smooth. It's not perfectly smooth. And I don't mm -hmm. understand why. And I'm like, maybe I have my heat on too high. I'm not whisking it fast enough because I'm doing such a smaller batch size than I normally do. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know. Why is this not smooth? I'm literally using the same recipe that I do it six times the size at work. Why is this one chunky? Mm. Um, and so this time I was like, I don't want a fucking chunky, lumpy pastry cream in my fucking pie for this memorial service. I want it to be perfect and beautiful. And so I just whipped out my immersion blender and blasted that shit for a little bit. And it was perfectly smooth. And that was nice. a 10 out of 10 experience. It went from like a, I mean, honestly, the pastry cream still tasted great because it wasn't like scrambled egg curdled. It just was like a little bit lumpy. Mm -hmm. So that was like a five out of 10 because the taste was still there. But then once you, I blasted it with the immersion blender, then it became a 10 out of 10 silky, delicious pastry cream. I do love using my immersion blender from my it's mom. It's so good. Oh, you do have to be careful if you immersion blend your pastry cream, though, because if you over mix it with the cornstarch, it'll break and then it will just be a liquid. So you got to be oh, careful. God. Yeah. Oh, God. Mm -hmm. You do it just enough to get it smooth. Um, but wonderful. Love an immersion blender. Love a smooth pastry cream. Nice. Mm -hmm. um, speaking of food reviews, we had we ordered McDonald's for delivery last night, and it was so good. <laughs> <laughs> Let me okay, just what say, did you get? What's your what's assortment. your? Okay, we got an assortment, but the best part of the assortment was chicken McNuggets. They mm -hmm. stand the test of time. They're mm -hmm. crispy. They're delicious. They're exactly what you need when they're hot. And if you have the sweet and sour sauce, you're that's a perfect that's a perfect ten. Wow. I have now. never had McDonald's McNuggets in my life. Is that is that true? Yeah. All those times you went with me in high school and just watched <laughs> me eat chicken McNuggets. Well, I because I'm I'm a I've always been a Big Mac girl, dude. I love I love a Big Mac. I have not had a Big Mac now in years. I don't know how it would stand up, but high school teenage hungry ass teenage Fran, Big Macs were a ten out of ten. So I would always get Big Macs, and you would get the nugs. And I was That's always funny. like, "Why are you getting nugs?" Because you could get a Big good. Mac. I don't like Big Macs to be honest with you, so, because I love a burger that has like mayo on it, and that one does not. It just has the sweet sauce, and I don't like a sweet sauce. I mean, sauce. The, the sweet sauce has got to be mayonnaise-based. Like, it tastes like it tastes sure, like Thousand sure. Island dressing. It's like yeah. mayonnaise with flavoring. But, like, I would rather have it not be sweet and have it just taste like mayo. Hmm. Well, I've always been a big uh, big ketchup girl, so I feel like it's, like, ketchup adjacent. Although it also doesn't have that. It's just, like, their special, their fucking special sauce. I don't know, dude. I just love it. I'm always... I'm always into eating a burger. Hamburgers have been a consistent love of mine for many years, as for many. It's for many. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. Burgers mm -hmm. are great. Um, 
I don't have any other food reviews. I was gonna. <laughs> <laughs> I have a TV review though. Wait, did you give a number review on that? I already forgot. Chicken McNuggets, hot with sweet and sour sauce, mm. and a side of fries and a fountain drink. I'm giving that a ten out of ten. That's a perfect meal. Wait, so did you? What did you order your McDonald's on? Uh, Grubhub. I like okay. The idea of having McDonald's delivered to me is honestly insane. <laughs> You got to get to the city living. I feel like it's not, you're not a city gal. City gal, you got to get things true. delivered. Yeah. I mean, I it was raining. Yeah. Yeah. I get it's that. Like no, but walk. I mean, like, specifically of like getting, I mean, if you want McDonald's, you want McDonald's. And so then you get it delivered. But it still is just like so funny to me. Cause I'm like, I, if I'm doing fast food, it's like I'm in the car, I see a drive through and then I go. But you're never in a car. Exactly. So I'm never in a sense. car. This is the thing that people don't understand outside of the city. It's like, yeah, it, it was faster for us to get it delivered than to like walk there because it's like there's not a subway there mm-hmm. and it would be a long ass walk both directions it would be definitely cold by the time we got home yeah and that's <laughs> like, disgusting you definitely need to eat yeah. that shit piping hot or yeah. it's like immediately just tastes like farts yeah for some reason mcdonald's cold is like the most disgusting thing ever absolutely repulsive yeah cold fries nasty mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. no good way to reheat them that i have learned no none absolutely zero the constant bane of my childhood because i definitely like only ate french fries and hamburgers at any opportunity as a kid i was really picky but that was a thing i would eat and it was always the bane of my existence bringing home from a restaurant half a hamburger and some fries and it just tasting like shit the next day and i'd eat it anyway oh that's really Mm -hmm. cute (laughs) (laughs) oh yep um, Were you starting to go into another review? I cut you off to get your numbers. I just wanted to say Better Things, the TV show by Pam- Pamela Adlon, season five. I'm liking it. Like, it's just such a good show. I've watched all five seasons. I mean, I haven't finished the fifth season at this point. But it's just, speaking of mothers who don't trigger me, okay? Fran mm-hmm. is a mother who does not trigger me. <laughs> also, Better Things, this is a show about a mom and three daughters and it's great and it's very very realistic mm-hmm. and um if you liked louis i know he's canceled obviously but if you liked that <laughs> show you would like this show and it's more about women and mother-daughter relationships and i like it a lot um that sounds great i have not watched it i feel like i've heard a lot of people talk about how good it is there's also a lot of food um and like beautiful cooking and kitchen scenes that i feel like you would definitely appreciate Mm. Uh, and it has a good soundtrack. I added three songs to my, uh, you know, by Shazamming them from the show. Hell yeah! There you go. Hell yeah! I love, I love a good soundtrack. You know, I actually have a song review. Oh. Um. Okay. Have you ever heard the song "Came Out of a Lady" by Rebel Bucket? I also. love that song. I love that song. Okay, I had never heard this song before. It came up on a Spotify, like I had Spotify radio going. I don't even remember for what, and then this song played. And I ha- I was just like, this is so good and so fun. I love every moment of it. And then I was just like, is it going to be like in the year of our Lord 2022 at the age of 31 that I finally get into ska? Like, is this what is happening? <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, maybe. Who knows? I don't know. If people have recommendations related to that, I got to check it out. I haven't heard any other songs by this band either. I've never heard of this band. Yeah, I think it's a one hit situation, but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's a great song. Yeah, it's fucking solid. Fucking solid. Really enjoyed. Yeah. Yeah, what else have you been doing? You been doing anything else cool? Um, dude, I wish. Let me think. I really just want more House of Dragon in my life. Like that was just such an enjoyable weekend to be just sitting on my couch watching House of Dragon. Mm. The whole mm. show in one weekend and it was so fun. You got to you got to finish it. And tell me what you think. So I did. Okay. All right. You watched the pilot, right? So I watched the pilot while I was futon shopping, which was good because it was just like, it was really violent. And I'm really, I'm really glad that you warned me about the traumatic birth scene because I did have to minimize the window while the scene was happening. Yeah. It was upsetting. um, And not watch it because I was just like, this is really fucked up. Um, I still would watch more of it. Um, but yeah, I haven't, I haven't gone past it. Is it basically is every episode as blood filled as that first one? I don't think so, but I will say Game of Thrones and House of Dragon, obviously it's just like, they love to take the violence to an extreme. 
I know. And like, that's, I mean, that's honestly been a huge reason I haven't like watched a lot of Game of Thrones because I'm just like, yeah. this is like why this is not the fantasy that I'm wanting to engage with, but I'll, yeah. I'll keep watching it because I have heard such positive things. Um, yeah, I'll keep trying. Also, I did get my food. So I was futon shopping at the time. I have ordered now a futon mattress and a futon frame. The mattress arrived yesterday. And we have it laid out on the floor. And it seems kind of comfortable. Oh, I'm wait. Is excited. this like it's a couch that turns into a bed, right? Yes, yes. That is so exciting. Dude, yeah. It's, and also, and let me say, one of the reasons I felt like I could just buy a fucking futon from overstocks.com, highly recommend, um, during the Cyber Monday sales, um, was that I got the middle class tax rebate in my fucking bank account recently. 10 out of 10 uh, to a sudden $700 rebate appearing in my account. Dude, I want um, that. I very... Want that. Very exciting. Very good. I hope you get it. Yeah, it said they were rolling it out between, like, October and January. I have no idea, like, in what order they are doing it or how it is organized. But I, like, opened just my California, bank account. It's just, oh, it's just California, dude. Oh, just California? Oh, right. Yeah, I was talking to my dad about it. It's a California rebate. But I still don't know. I mean, for those of you that live in California, I don't know what the thing is, um, like, when you'll be getting it. But look out for it if you think you're middle class, I guess. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. Uh, but it was like such a like truly nothing better than opening your bank account and just seeing a deposit for $700 that you didn't think would be there. That is awesome. I love that. My dad was saying it might be taxed because it's a California tax rebate. So he didn't know if it was taxed by the feds or not. So I need hmm. to look into that. But also, I don't care because we just had a baby. And honestly, a baby, the way having a baby transforms your taxes yeah um, truly something to be in awe of yeah, especially last year because they nice. did yeah. must be nice <laughs> well you know i was thinking about um the way we uh trigger each other and the basically this entire podcast <laughs> um and of you talking about uh spending a rainy weekend watching a whole season of a tv <laughs> show there's just like a pit the pit of my stomach like just like feeling of just like I wish I could fucking do that. Instead, anytime I try and watch anything on my computer, Sylvia comes up and starts beating my keyboard. She bit my laptop yesterday while I was trying to edit our podcast. <laughs> Just came up and bit it and then started pressing a lot of buttons. This is where she was going to delete something. Oh. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, there is no, there's no binge TV for me anymore because there's a baby that's constantly... Um, trying to do violence upon me and my things i know and that is something i'm honestly very aware of is like you know we've been in this like turmoil of just like desperately trying to get pregnant once we do actually get pregnant and have a child like my troubles are about to increase like tenfold <laughs> like a <laughs> billionfold because i have to like what am i gonna like what am i gonna do for work child care like it's like a whole, oh god where yeah. are we gonna live like yep. it's like kind of a lot of big questions that will need immediate answers yeah and it's yep. tough that's gonna be tough you know it will be but it'll just figure it out she's gonna figure it out that's yeah. kind of every everything you do has its challenges and then it just becomes normal life and you figure it out that and is sometimes true. and i mean you know pre-kids and after kids i just feel like all things that feel just like unbearably difficult at some point um at some point they go away or at least become bearably difficult because you have to like what other choice do you have that's the truth yeah. kids wow you just keep carrying on people it's what you got to do it's what you got to do that is true that is true mm -hmm. speaking of things that seem unbearable but then we're not actually unbearable Mm. This is a very, <laughs> this is my smooth tr transition. I just got new work shoes, everybody. Oh, yeah. Um, so let me give a little background. So I've been wearing um, black New Balances kitchen shoes, like New Balance brand kitchen shoes uh, for, mm, I think I got them while I was pregnant. So for a couple of years now, um, like when my feet started swelling and I couldn't fit my old, <laughs> my old work shoes anymore. So I got ones with a little more cushion. Mm -hmm. um, so I've been wearing those for a while. So they're definitely like getting worn out. And they're also just like kind of permanently covered in flour. Um, the head chef at my job uh, was a good manager, but also uh, sometimes a 12-year-old at heart has started telling me 
recently that my shoes are fucking ugly and he doesn't want to look at them anymore um <laughs> the thing he was basically saying to me every day to escalating to the point where he would sometimes come over and use and kick my foot with his foot and tell me that my shoes were ugly and he didn't like to look at them um this is obviously inappropriate not a, yeah not a great work environment <laughs> not a great work environment yeah. i will say also though like it really is like sort of the genuine genuinely like interacting with a 12 year old like it's really not it's not like i'm be. i don't feel bullied at work I yeah wanna, i want to make yeah. that clear not feeling bullied at work more like i work with a fucking idiot and that's fine <laughs> he's not an idiot in other ways but he also he's always randomly getting like deals i feel like he's very, constantly trying to get deals and stuff so he wanted a new pair of shoes for himself and he found a deal that was buy one get one free and he's like i'm gonna buy you new shoes and i was like all right well this is a great resolution to this problem of you making fun of my shoes that are also old and worn out and i like need new shoes mm-hmm. um so he asked my shoe size and he buys me kitchen clogs um because he was insisting that i have kitchen clogs instead of uh sneakers um and something i didn't really realize because he showed me a pair of shoes and i was like oh yeah sure look great look cute um they are fully wooden sold just like completely not like a wooden insole but i'm not getting like i'm getting kitchen clogs not with the rubber bottom just straight up like wood like i'm straight up fully swedish shoe mm-hmm. over here of it is a wooden sole and then like some like water resistant like leather covering so it's not like the full like i'm in a fully wooden clog but it is mm-hmm. a wooden clog yeah um, that i'm stepping on yeah so when i arrive to work I see that there's a box for shoes, got the Swedish flag on the top. It also, the brand is called Bjork. So that was really charming. Love that. Um, So they're my Bjork Swedish shoes. I open the box and I'm like, wait, this is just straight up wood. There's no cushiony insole. It's just wood that I'm going to be standing on all day. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, I'll try them on. And then they're not as slip resistant as my old shoes. I can't walk in them as forcefully. And I'm just like, you know what? Fuck this. And I put them back in the box. And I put back on my ugly sneakers. And he comes in. He's like, why the fuck are you wearing your new shoes? <laughs> um, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to give I'm like, I'm going to give these my best shot. I'm going to go home. I'm going to wear them in my house where I'm not worried about slipping and like in the freezer and dying um, <laughs> in like the fucking negative 20 degree freezer we have. Like I'm going to wear them around my kitchen in my living room while they're still clean and then I'll wear them at work and try them. And he's like, you need to just wear them. And I'm like, well, I'm going to if they're comfortable and safe. Yeah. Okay. So this is my drama with the shoe. I'm very skeptical it's going to be comfortable. And then I wore them for two days. And it was pretty fucking comfortable, like shockingly comfortable to be wearing wooden shoes. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. And especially like I think because my old shoes were so worn out, I didn't realize how tired my feet were. But because and the clogs have just like a tiny bit of like a wedge shape like heel. Mm -hmm. And I tend to really sit back on my feet. Like I tend to put my weight on my heels, which is really not good for your feet. I've heard like I think it increases your chance of like plantar fasciitis, which is really common for anyone that works on their feet all day. Um, It's like not great. You need to keep your weight a little more balanced. So having a little bit of boost in the back actually is helpful for me to hold my weight more forward. Um, So I wore them two days. The first day I was like, oh, this is actually like shockingly comfortable, except when I'm standing still when I'm walking around, it's fine. And then um, the next day, I was like, I came home. My feet felt like way less sore than they normally do, though. So I was like, oh, that's amazing. And then when I put on my shoes the next morning, I was like, oh, this is pressing into all of the sore spots on my feet now. Mm. Very painful when I put them on. But then when I was walking around again, totally comfortable again. Hmm. So I'm going to give them a shot for a couple weeks. I would love people's take on clogs in general. And if they've ever had wooden insoles or wooden uh sold shoes and how they felt about that i want to hear about other people's experiences and if they liked it i'm giving them a shot for a few weeks first of all i want to say they're very cute i saw a picture i love them i support them i want clogs myself although Mm -hmm. i'm very picky about shoe comfort Mm -hmm. and i just want to tell everyone that um i exclusively wear birkenstocks and i recommend this to everyone okay in the summer I wear the Arizona sandals Mm -hmm. in the fall and winter i wear socks with the suede you know clog type covered areas hell yeah whatever those are called mm-hmm. uh birkenstocks birkenstocks are so comfortable but i will say when i first got the arizonas and i got the hard sole ones mm-hmm. um standing still in them would be very uncomfortable for my feet like in, it would just like make them sore almost like it was like mm-hmm. but walking in the extremely comfortable so it's so i kind of 
kind of got what you're saying there. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm wondering if maybe the hard sole is like more supportive for your feet, but like, because it's hard if you're standing still, like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't really, I don't really understand a foot comfort. Word. Yeah. Me neither. <laughs> me but neither. yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but it is, yeah, exciting to have new shoes. I love to hear that about the Birkenstocks. Okay, so here's my Birkenstock history that everyone's dying to know. Yeah. Um, I am largely inspired by your Birkenstock wearing. I remember you were wearing your white Birkenstocks at your, like, wedding, I think at your rehearsal dinner, mm-hmm. and just mm-hmm. wearing them in general, looking hella cute. And I was like, <laughs> I need cute sandals. And, like, I love to live that granola lifestyle. Yeah. So I'm going to go to the outlet mall, and I'm going to look for Birkenstocks because Birkenstocks are expensive. They are. Um, and then they were just still really expensive there. And there was a different brand that was way cheaper that looked very similar. Um, not quite the same quality of materials, but were also supposed to be really supportive and good for your feet. I think what is this? I feel like it was called like White Mountain or some shit <laughs> like that. I don't know. <laughs> some like supposedly natural sounding thing. Um, and they've honestly like been pretty good, but I'm very tempted to like go get the real deal at some point when I feel like shelling out for some Birkenstocks just to like, just to actually see the difference. Cause I've heard they're just like unmatched comfort. Yeah. They really are good. They really are good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I love, yeah. I, I love my mountain, my mountain sandals that look like the Birkenstock sandal. Nice. I'm glad. Mm-hmm. Why are Birkenstocks so expensive? It's like $120 at the, at the fucking outlet mall. Because they're just the perfect shoe engineered. And I'm like, you know what? When I wear them every single day and it's the only shoe I wear for like a year, mm-hmm. two years, three years, mm-hmm. I'm like, this is worth it. You yeah, it's true. And I mean, this has come up on the podcast before, which is that I have a hard time paying full price for anything because um, I believe that expensive products are all scams and that cheap <laughs> products must be where it's at. And again, it's just like, it's just not true all the time. Like, it's definitely true for some things. But not all the time. Sometimes you really are paying for quality and I just need to like get used to that. But you know I love a deal too. So I totally get that impulse. I totally get that. Yeah, I know. If you ever see a Birkenstock deal online or something, you got to let me know so I can go dig into it. Oh, I will. Mm-hmm. I do. Okay. So I'm new in the clog wearing world. So I do feel like I immediately was like texting you about it and I like sent you a picture. But I'm just like literally how do you wear a clog in a way that's fashionable? Because I just look down at my feet and I'm like what are these two potatoes sticking out of my pants? Like that's how I feel about clogs right now. So you know what I feel? Mm-hmm. This is not something I would wear because as I have mentioned previously I don't wear any non-elastic waist pants. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if you wore like light colored wide leg jeans you know with mm. a clog wouldn't that be nice? Or even like any kind of wide leg pant. Oh, uh, yeah. See, I never do that. Yeah. I mean, neither <laughs> I, do I. <laughs> I am not a, I'm, I mean, I'm definitely with you on the elastic waistband only. I've basically exclusively been wearing my Costco Adidas sweatpants when I'm not at work. And at work, I'm wearing my elastic band chef pants. Um, yeah. That's pretty much it. Sometimes I do have like stretch jeans that are like not actually I don't know that there's any denim in them but they look kind of like jeans that's the closest I get but they're not wide leg for sure I don't feel like wide leg pants look good on me I don't know I know it's like in right now but I'm just like this is like I'm just like really addicted to the skinny jean and like or at least like straight leg is like as far as I can go yeah I know what you mean I like a wide leg I can't get into like a flare situation but yeah I feel like I see people in wide leg jeans and I'm like, wow, you look so cool. And also like, this is trendy right now. Like this looks great. And then every time I try them on, I'm like, I look so wide because of these (laughs) wide legs. Like I do not like it. It's hard. It's really hard. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, well, anyway, so the wooden shoes, I'm going to rate them currently a six out of 10 because I'm trying to figure out if they'll actually work. Um. And I do have to kind of mince around and sometimes do step out of my shoe when I try and move backwards because I'm getting used to wearing clogs. But I will update that rating as I wear them. Nice. As I know oh, you guys God. are dying to know. We're dying. Dude, I feel like I need to what's a I need to jazz up this podcast on. I'm like, what's a funny story? I don't have any funny stories. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. <sighs> you just gotta you gotta be where you are, dude. It's true. Mm-hmm. It's true. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've been recording a while. I feel like, do you have any last reviews, or should we just wrap it up here on the on clog terms? Let's wrap it up. And um, this is one for the true listeners. I feel. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, 
Yeah, yeah, that's fine. We gotta, we gotta have those episodes. They can't all, they can't all be about our trauma with like modern dance classes. You know, like those, those instances happen once in a lifetime. That's true. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You are great, and you don't actually trigger me. You are not triggering. You're a non-triggering form of mother. Oh, I'm glad. I'm like, I'm the the hypoallergenic uh, body. What is it? What what was the term you used for your like earrings that don't irritate your ears? Like compatible like like biocompatible yeah i'm the biocompatible mother (laughs) in your life (laughs) all right dude i love you you're 10 out of 10 i'm sorry that uh the world sucks and is triggering um i'm sorry that having a toddler is so challenging and i know that it is i know that it is you know what it is (laughs) yeah uh, (laughs) life's great whatever who cares it's fine um uh reviewers you're all perfect tens hit us up on social media at the instagram fran what is it <laughs> the review crew pod <laughs> fran and emma pod at gmail.com if you want to send us an email you know where to find us get at us yeah, respond to our know. spotify questions do i don't know we like to hear from you yeah we do mm-hmm. we certainly do all right take it easy my friend okay ta-ta bye <laughs>